The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. Knowledge is such power. And so being able to, to course correct um, and, you know, you, you say all the time, Owen, if you have a bad reading, if you have a bad day, you can't let it throw you off. You have to keep going. You have to adjust accordingly. And it's, it's so true and it's so important. And, um, you know, not only do I believe that myself, but that, that really is the message that I wanted um, kids to leave with, too. And um, I've been, you know, reading some messages as school starts back up and, you know, hearing parents or kids dealing with going back to school and their classmates not understanding the condition or, you know, even times where they feel like they've been bullied over their condition just like absolutely breaks my heart. And I just want kids to know they are so special. This is not something that you know, has to completely derail your plans. It's, it's something that causes you to develop a routine and it's manageable and you can go on to do so many amazing things in your life. And, you know, diabetes will be a part of you, but it's not going to be, you know, the only thing that defines you. We have a lot of parents of children who have type 1 diabetes and a lot of them who have messaged me actually listen with their kids too. So I'm sure everything that you're saying is adding a lot of value to them. And as you say, going back to school this time of year, I'm sure it can be quite daunting for the parents and the, ch- the children themselves, because yeah. there's so much that you need to do as we know, but I often feel me being diagnosed later and you being diagnosed at the age of 23, not having to go through those school years was almost kind of like a let off for us. I know there's never an ideal time to be diagnosed, but I can only imagine how difficult it must be. But as you say, it's not something that will hold them back and you should never let it hold you back. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's two kind of perspectives I have on it. Um, I hear a lot of times from people that were diagnosed when they were kids, it was a blessing from one standpoint because that's the life that they've always known. 
um, compared to, you know, like you and I, when we were diagnosed later, it was kind of like our whole world flipped upside down. Hmm. And, uh, you know, personally myself, I was actually really bullied in school before any sort of diagnosis. So I don't want there to be like any association that, uh, if you have this, that that means that, you know, you're, you're isolated in some way. And, and I really hope that, just in general, this book can create more education and, and empathy with with people who aren't diagnosed themselves, but can, you know, better identify it in, in you know, classmates and friends whenever they come in contact with it. What do you think diabetes, separate from the book, what do you think diabetes has taught you, Vanessa, that you think you wouldn't have learned otherwise throughout your life? You know, it's so funny. I think that it's really thinking about, you know, preparing um, for baby number two and, and how I've been with my my first four and my daughter. It's really prepared me for motherhood more than I would expect it because with having type one diabetes, it requires so much patience, having grace in yourself and the importance of investing in your own well-being. And that's been the biggest lesson I think of just a good reminder to put myself first so I can be a, a good role model, a good mom, a good wife. Um, and, you know, it, it's not to say that I don't have off days or, you know, that I'm in any way a perfect diabetic if that even exists. But <laughs> I, I just want, uh, you know, to see myself and to have my my loved ones see me thrive and, and, you know, set that good example of my kids of prioritizing fitness and nutrition and, and most importantly, prioritizing gratitude too. you know, really looking for the positive side of things and, and being grateful for every lesson that comes in your life. It's a strange one because I feel that, and I was only actually having a, having this conversation with a client the other day about reacting to bloods and reacting to blood sugars like we've already briefly touched on but i think that because we have those little moments each day of high blood sugar or low blood sugar or whatever it might be mm -hmm. that potentially can really really get under our skin or really frustrate us i think that kind of creates a thicker skin for the bigger things in life because I, i'm now so used to trying to control how I react to my bloods every day that now things unrelated to diabetes that might frustrate me don't frustrate me as much. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, you know, thinking um, if, if you were to say something wrong in an interview or whatever it is, and you're just laying in bed and thinking about it over and over again, <laughs> I, I feel like those days aren't as prevalent anymore because they're, you know, like you said, you learn to have thicker skin and focus on, on things that, that truly matter. And I always like to think is in, in five years, am I going to think about this for more than five minutes? And if the answer is no, then it's not worth stressing over. Well, I really like that. Genius. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.